Good morning, New Creation. It is a blessing to be with you this morning. I'm glad you decided to join us this morning as we get ready to open the Word of God and, and get ready to be fed. I'm Minister Anthony, and I just want to thank you all. Let me know, let you know that you are all missed. I can't wait to be with you. Here is a virtual hug. Loving on you right now. Let's get into the Word of God. It's going to be an exciting morning this morning. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, let's open up to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through 6. We're going to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through 6. Hallelujah. The title of this message is Overcoming Obstacles. Overcoming obstacles. If you have 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through 6, let me hear you say, I love Jesus. Type that in the chat. I love Jesus. Hallelujah. And the word of God reads, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when you yourselves and when your obedience have been fulfilled. Hallelujah. Overcoming obstacles let us pray father god we just thank you this morning god thank you god for who you are in our lives god thank you god for your protection god thank you for your many blessings god thank you that you woke us up this morning god god as we get ready god just to break the bread of life god i ask right now that you would forgive me of any sins that i have committed god knowingly or unknowingly god god i pray god that that your sheep would hear your voice god they don't see Anthony, God, but they would hear your voice. Hallelujah, God. I ask right now that you would just use me. Use me, God, as your vessel, God, just to share your truth. Let hearts be open, God, ears of ten of God, to hear what it is that you would have to say this morning. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Overcoming obstacles. Obstacles, also called barriers, impediments, or stumbling blocks, strongholds they're not fun to deal with obstacles are objects things actions or situations that cause an obstruction there are many different types of obstacles to include physical economical uh, cultural political just to name a few however our one world has two realms the natural realm and the spiritual realm and today i, I want to talk about the spiritual obstacles that can call that can slow our progress and plans and keep us from moving forward on our dreams and desires that god has placed on our hearts spiritual obstacles can block us from seeing the untapped potential of our future Obstacles are part of a Christian's journey. Look here. In John 16, Christ said, In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. James uh, chapter 1, 2 through 4, Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith 
produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be, may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. James said, consider it a sure gift when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you, so you become mature and well-developed and not deficient in any way. What we do in the crisis always depends on whether we see the difficulties in the light of God or God in the shadow of the difficulties, obstacles. Our time here on earth is the process of, provide, of, of proving our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our time here on earth is the process of proving our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Obstacles have destroyed many believers' faith because they gave up and turned their focus away from the Lord. Like Peter, when he was walking on the water in the midst of the storm, they took their eyes off Jesus. However, for those who stare down the obstacles, just as David did with Goliath, will walk away victorious. 1 John 5, 4 says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. I'm a firm believer that there is no spiritual growth without obstacles. Every mature believer has at one time or many dealt with many unimaginable obstacles, Every mature believer has at one time or many dealt with unimaginable obstacles in the way of God's direction for their lives. As a student of the Bible, you know that obstacles are nothing new to those who desire to do the will of God. Look here, Abraham, who was faced with trial of leaving his homeland, then years of infertility. Joseph was sold into slavery. Moses wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Ruth lost her husband. Nehemiah had to fight off naysayers. And Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. Paul wrote some of his best work while he was locked in prison. All servants of God face persecution, heartache, trial, stronghold, obstacles beyond most of our imagination. Yet, all of them, during their adversity, were right where God wanted them to be in the center of his will. In times of tribulation, if you are truly a disciple of Christ, you can rest assured that you are on the winning side. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12.10, Therefore, I take pleasure in my affirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecution, in distress, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, 
then I am strong. Paul understood that in his weakness, during his difficult times, it was God who was going to strengthen him to get him through. It is when we are conscious of our own weakness and our own nothingness that we most depend on the word and on the power of God. When we have complete trust in him, complete dependence in him, that is when his power is manifested in us and we are incredibly strong to be triumphant over our obstacles. Trust in God for strength and wisdom to overcome the obstacles in our lives. Look here, Isaiah 12, 2, Isaiah 12, 2, surely God is my salvation. I will trust in him, not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. See, there are many times we will spend hours on end trying to think and maneuver our way around the obstacles operating in our own strength. However, there are certain obstacles. However, there are certain obstacles like hate, anger, unforgiveness, pride, lust, grief. The, the list goes on and on. Our futile attempts to deal with them in our own strength render us powerless. We must depend on God for the strength, wisdom, and guidance to overcome these strongholds in our life. As we get going today, the Spirit of God gave me the following biblical truths, and, and we need to recognize them when it comes to uh, overcoming our obstacles in the, that we face in life. First, we're going to talk about put aside all sinful behaviors. We're going to look over at, at Hebrews and talk about putting aside all sinful behaviors. Some obstacles we construct ourselves. Sometimes we build in obstacles. Then we're going to look at obstacles, obstacles in our mind. Mind obstacles and negative thoughts. We've got to deal and get rid of those, those things that we conjure up in our own mind. And then lastly, we'll look at God-placed obstacles. See, God will use obstacles to fulfill his purpose. Look over, turn to your Bibles real quick to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Listen, if we're honest with ourselves, some obstacles we create on our own through our own sinful action. Sinful actions produce strongholds and that hold us back. Our sins are impediments that can keep us from effectively running the race for God as he would have it. What may have started out as something so simple and innocent has become as turned into an obsession and a controlling force in our lives. 
See, your sin may not be something you're proud of and you've tried to free yourself from it, but the force is so strong and no matter how hard you try to get away from it, uh, you find yourself giving into it, providing it more strength, and you just continue to build the barrier higher and higher. Obstacles. Look over here real quick at Hebrews 12.1 here. Let us throw off Everything that hinders and the sin that is so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. See, we can't get the, all that God has for us if we continue to self-construct barriers and block God's full blessing for us because the Bible says we become so easily entangled in our fleshly desires. See, because of the cross, believers no longer are chained to living in sin. We're free to walk away from sin by the power of God. It literally becomes a choice to remain in sin because we find short-lived pleasures. Let me say that again. It literally becomes a choice to remain uh, in sin because we find pleasure in, we, because it literally becomes a choice to remain in sin because we find short-lived pleasure in them. However, we can expect, we cannot expect the barriers, the obstacle to dissipate until we confess and repent of our sinful behavior. Look, the Christian life, it does involve some hard work. It requires us to give up what, whatever endangers our relationship with the Lord. The Christian life involves hard work. It requires us to give up whatever endangers our relationship with God. To run with endurance and to fight against sin with the power of the Holy Spirit. See, to live effectively for God, we must keep our eyes on Jesus. Because if we look away, we will stumble. Uh, if we, it, to live effectively for God, we must keep our eyes on Jesus because we will stumble if we look away. If we look away to stare at ourselves or at the circumstances that are surrounding us, we should be running for Christ, not ourselves. And we must, we must always keep him in our sights. From our text, from our text, 2 Corinthians 10, 4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. See, we like Paul are merely weak humans. But we do not need to use human plans and methods to win our battles. God's mighty weapons are available to us as we fight against the strongholds, the obstacles in our lives. A believer must choose which weapons 
we will use to win the fight? Is it going to be God's or are we going to use the world's? Paul assures us that the weapons of God, prayer, faith, hope, love, God's word, the Holy Spirit are powerful and effective for knocking down strongholds. Look here in Ephesians 6, 13 through 18. The belt of truth is used to hold us up. The breastplate of righteousness protects our heart. The shield of faith protects you from the, the worldly darts. The helmet of salvation is to keep your mind on Jesus. And then the sword of truth is the word of God. We ought to, in, to wear the whole armor of God. We ought to wear the whole armor of God. We ought to use every piece of God's armor. The armor helps us remain true to God when opportunity presents itself for us to build an obstacle. These weapons are, are also, these weapons also break down any obstacle and are mighty because they are from God. But they only work when we choose to use them. When we fight with spiritual weapons, there are no principality or power that can stand against us. See, the carnal Human way is to overpower, dominate, manipulate, or outmaneuver. The spiritual Jesus way is to humble yourself, die to self, and let God show his resurrection power through you. Ephesians 1, 19 through 20, understand the incredible greatness of God's power. For us who believe in him, this is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in heavenly places. God has given us the power through Jesus Christ. We have resurrection power inside of us. God power works through our actions. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is available to all who believe. I'm a living testimony of what God can do if you let him have his way with the obstacles in your life. Faith in the living God, prayer, obedience to the word of God are effective weapons of every true soldier of Christ. And with these weapons, we can destroy strongholds and even the obstacles that we construct. Let's move on to our second point, overcoming the obstacles in our mind. From our text in 2 Corinthians 10.5, we, we cast down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Some obstacles that we deal with are not even real, but they seem real to us because we allow, that's going to be our key word for this section, we allow fear, worry, doubt and lies from others to keep us paralyzed 
This reliance on carnal methods and the habit of carnal thinking is an obstacle, is a true obstacle to many. Look, the key to overcoming these thoughts is to first deal with what we allow our minds to focus on and realign our thinking to be on par with the Word of God. The Word of God said, take every thought into captivity. Meditation, memorization, and the reflection of God's Word on a daily basis will demolish every wrong thought. That is why Paul said in Romans 12, uh, renew your mind. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its own mold. When we come to the kingdom of God, we should abandon the thought pattern and lifestyles of the world. Once you know the truth, don't allow wrongful thoughts and uh, perception to contradict the true knowledge of God and the true nature of God. Look, when Satan came to Eve in the garden, he used thoughts against her. He asked, has God really said? Satan plants a thought. And that thought grows and develops and Satan continues to move forward. Then there's actual sin that takes place. See, it moves from thought to decision and then from decision to action, which you live out your thoughts. Your actions become a value by which you live your life. Sin becomes a lifestyle. And when it, and when it is in that realm of being a lifestyle, it becomes bondage. Because Satan is out to kill, steal, and destroy. His goal is to ruin you and bring you into bondage. Now, you may say to yourself, wait a minute. I'm a child of God. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. How can the enemy keep me in bondage? I've been set free. How can the enemy keep me in bondage with fear, worries, and lies when I'm a child of God? And I'll tell you our key word because you allow him. You give him access. Let me paint the picture. If I wanted to drive your car, I don't need to transfer the title of your car into my name. All I need is your keys. If you give me your keys, I will drive your car anywhere I want to drive. I'm not concerned with whose name is on the title. See, we belong to God, but as believers, we give the enemy a place to, to have access that hands him the keys. See, we belong to God, but as believers, we give the enemy a place to access that handed him the keys. And he'll drive us wherever he wants to drive us. See, once he has access of our thoughts and our thought process, he will continue until he has complete control. Satan is always on an expansion program. 
He doesn't care how he gets into places. He doesn't care what opportunity he is given. He's not, he's not going to be content with what you give him. He's going to do everything he can to keep expanding and keep multiplying. When people give their lives to him on various levels, no matter how small or simple it may appear, when time, with time it becomes complex and devastating. This is why you have to know your identity in Christ and why you always need to be sporting the full armor of God. Paul says in our text, we cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought, bringing every thought, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You have the power to say no to Satan and his minions. When temptation burns, when circumstances are difficult, when doubt attacks, when shipwreck threatens, faith looks up and says, I believe God. Faith looks up and says, I believe God. No matter how heated the battle gets, a soldier of Christ should not be overwhelmed since we know that the ultimate victory is assured in Christ Jesus. Romans 8.31, if God is for us, if God is for us, who can be against us? Stop believing the lie the enemy has told you. You are created in the image of God, fearfully and wonderfully made. And when you consider the unbreakable chains of redemption and you have the omnipotence working on your behalf, no lesser power can defeat God's program. Nothing is too hard for God. Jeremiah 32, 27, I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Who can be against us? We have the Almighty on our side. We must stand firm in the faith that God is who he is who he says he is. He is the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Nothing, I mean, nothing is too difficult for God to help us overcome. The question is, do you believe that? Do you believe that God is bigger than the obstacle you created in your mind? Do you believe God is bigger than your situation? Do you believe God is bigger than COVID? Do you believe? Doubt 
and believing the naysayers will plant deep roots in our hearts and minds. Negative thoughts affects our action and our thinking. Let go of the thinking that, that value, let go of the thinking that values the things of the, the world and, and the ways of the world and let God break down the obstacles you have set up in your mind. As I get ready to close, let's look at our third point. God placed obstacles. God placed obstacles. Listen, you have breath in your body. Your story, your, listen, you have breath in your body. Your story is still being written. The only way that obstacles can get the last word in our life is if we choose to let it. We all develop at a different place, and God knows that. We all develop at a different pace, and God knows that. Falling down is not a sign that you can't cut it in the Christian walk. We can all get through calamity in our life provided that we do not give up. We serve a God who is able to take the hurdles barricades and difficulties we experience and use them to bring glory to his name. I'm reminded of Joseph who was sold into slavery by his brothers, which was a horrible thing, I will add that. That was a horrible thing. However, throughout all of the turmoil, throughout all of the turmoil of Joseph's life, God raised him up to become second in command of all of Egypt, and it was all part of God's divine plan. Look here in Genesis 50, 20. Joseph told his brothers, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. God uses obstacles. In, jo in Joshua chapter 3, after wandering in the wilderness for 40 years, it was time for the Israelites to cross over into the promised land. The only thing that stood between them and the land God promised them as their inheritance was the Jordan River. If they could get over this last obstacle, everything would be all right. Joshua chapter 3, 15, we read that the only issue with getting across the river Jordan was that it was flood season. And the banks were breaking and the current was strong and the water was running fast and the river was very wide and it was considered impenetrable. Nothing short of a miracle would get them across that river. Now, prior to crossing, the people were told by Joshua in verse 3 that when they see the Ark of the Covenant being carried by the priests, their symbol of God, the symbol of God's presence in their midst, uh, they were to be sure that they followed and remained close. 
Now, prior to the crossing, we're, 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 we're now prior to the crossing, now, eh, action. Prior to the people crossing, Joshua told them in verse 3 that when they see the Ark of the Covenant, which was the symbol of God's presence in their midst, being carried by the priest, they should follow and remain close. Look here. If we want to overcome insurmountable obstacles that hold us captive in life, the first step for us to do is to follow God, remain in his presence, and wherever God goes, we must follow. See, we will never overcome difficulties in our own strength, but remaining in the presence of God, we will be giving the strength to overcome. The lesson from all of this passage comes in Joshua chapter 3, verse 8. Joshua chapter 3, verse 8, you shall command the priest, God told Joshua, you shall command the priest who bear the ark of the covenant, saying, when you have come to the edge of the water of the Jordan, you shall stand in the Jordan. God told Joshua to tell the priest carrying the ark, the covenant, God, God told Joshua to tell the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant that when they reach the river, they must wade in and stand near the bank. See, God was not going to work his miracle until his people stepped out on faith. See, if you want God to move on your behalf, you're going to need to wade in the water. You're going to need to get your feet wet. You're going to need to have some faith. That God can do it. The Bible says when, they, when, the, when the priest stepped in the river, the Bible says it parted and all of Israel was able to pass. The whole nation completed the crossing on dry ground. If you want God to move things out of your way, if you want God to move on your behalf, you're going to need to step out on faith. And let God do what he does best. He specializes in the impossible. The question is, what is your Jordan River? Is it personal weakness? Is it your temperament? Is it pride? Is it lack of faith? Is it life itself? Is it unbelief? God uses obstacles to fulfill his will. Isaiah 43.1 reads, The Lord who created you says, Do not be afraid. I will save you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through deep waters, I will be with you. Your troubles will not overwhelm you. When you pass through the fire, you will not be burnt. The hard trials that come will not hurt you. For I am the Lord your God, the holy God of Israel who saves you. You are precious to me. Do not be afraid. I am with you. 
God is with us. Even now, as we're going through what we're going through, it's uncomfortable. We don't like it. God is still with us in control. As I get ready to close, I presume many of us are held hostage by a particular sin we keep committing or a particular way uh, uh, we, we have been ha- behaving or, or, and we know is not right or a particular way of thinking that we know is ungodly. Listen, no matter how hard you try, you can't seem to get off first base or do anything about it. And I recall many of nights when I wept over my sins of omission and commission. It was by his grace that I made it through my obstacle. We can always outgrow our failings, provided we don't give up. And we just hold on to God. In the times we are living, I, I, I assume there are many who, who may be struggling right now with your faith or suffering from severe trials. But listen, there is no faith worth having that has not been tested by fire. In my, in my prayer, in my prayer is that your struggles will not destroy your faith, but instead strengthen it. A faith that is being refined more precious than gold because it lasts. 1 Peter 1 through 7, the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes through, it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As I close, let God's spirit work in you so that you may overcome your obstacles. Let God's spirit work in you so that you may overcome. Just listen to the words of this song Turn it up for me. So glad I made it. Are you going through right now? I made it through. If that's you, spite of the storm and rain, in spite of all of that, you just hold on. Hold on. Don't let go of his, his unchanging hand. Because you're a winner in Christ. But if that's you today, and you need prayer, just click on the link in the chat box. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ, and you feel like a failure, and you want to be a winner, the best thing you can do is give your life to Christ. Because your story's still been written. In spite of calamity, he is still God. He still has a plan, he still has for, a plan for you. And, and it all works for your good. good. It and all works for your good. Because it's your testimony. Hallelujah. So glad I 
so glad I made it, God. Is that you? Who is God speaking to? Who's been through something? And you know that it's only because of God that you have made it out because you never let go. You stood right there and you said, I believe God. Because the devil is a lie. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. But you're still alive because of God. So glad I made it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He'll pull you through. He'll pull you through. All you got to do is just hold on. You just got to believe. Don't let go. I know it's getting tough. I know it's rough. I know you don't know your way out. But I tell you, he is the light. Just hold on. Because your story is still being written. Don't lose faith. Just hold on to it. I'm so glad I made it. I'm so glad I made it. I made it through. I made it through because I didn't let go. Don't let go. So glad I made it. So glad I made it. I made it through. Thank you, Jesus. I made it through. I wish I had a witness. So glad I made it. Is there anybody in here that's been through anything? Did you make it? Are you going through? Do you believe that you're going to make it? Do you believe that he's going to pull you through? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, you are so good. Is there anybody in here? Type it in the chat. Type it in the chat. I made it through. Type it in the chat. He's going to bring me through. Type it in the chat. So glad I made it. I said the devil is a lie. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. Just want to thank you. Just want to thank you all for joining us. Listen, God will give you the strength to overcome your obstacles. God will give you the strength to pull it through. You just got to hold on. You got to just look up and you just got to say, I believe. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. We thank you, God, for the strength. We thank you for the whole armor of God that you have given to us, God, to fight off every principality. Because, God, we know that with you, we can accomplish anything. So I just thank you right now, God. I pray, God, that as we go through the rest of our day, God, we remember, God, that we are bigger than our problems because of you. Because you will help us along the way. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name. Amen.